There's an effort to try and help out youth in our city, and I know there's lots of efforts to try and help out youth. Uh, but this is a part of a program that's launched to, to help young people avoid encountering the legal system, for example. So it's not just about staying on the right track, it's also about finding the right track and understanding really what that is. So it's a partnership between uh, a number of groups. Uh, so the province is involved. Uh, we have uh, Big Brothers Big Sisters, I believe, the YMCA of Northern Alberta, and then uh, partially funded by Homeward Trust. And uh, Homeward Trust was talking about this. The CEO, Susan McGee, says that it is a project that has been piloted already, that it has shown some success, so it really deserves further support. As we've seen the success of the program and the impact, and ultimately um, really preventing homelessness in the first place, it's something that we've remained committed to. And sometimes homelessness, uh, because that's Homeward Trust, but it also talks about uh, the potential to, to keep kids out of a criminal justice system. And uh, McGee says it's very targeted. The relationships involved in it are very targeted. And I think that that's really the kind of secret sauce of its success. And so it's important to have organizations like Homeward Trust or the government of Alberta helping to support this by helping to fund it. The people who are doing it are those from the YMCA of Northern Alberta and the Boys and Girls Clubs and Big Brothers Big Sisters uh, of Edmonton and area. I want to chat with uh, someone from YMCA of Northern Alberta today. This is the General Manager of Community Housing Programs, Michael Peters, who's joining us uh, this morning on 6.30. Chad, uh, Michael, thanks for the time. How are you? Wonderful. Thank you so much for having me this morning. Okay, uh, we've uh, Susan McGee, as you heard in that, was talking about this program being piloted. Can you tell me a little bit about what the pilot was or what it now becomes? Uh, where are we at? Of course, yeah. The, the program actually began in the fall of 2018 uh, as, as a pilot, as, as Susan alluded to, uh, in Edmonton Police Services West Division as an idea to better understand uh, what what could this work, actually working through the processes, working through how these were going to work, um, gauging successes, understanding what can be improved on, and then through some su- substantial support from, from uh, in, uh, organizations like Homer Trust and like the province and, and whatnot, we were able to expand uh, along with our partners, EPS, and uh, Big Brothers, Big Sisters, Boys and Girls Club to all of their six uh, Edmonton Police Services divisions right now. So explain to me, what, what exactly is it though? So what is the program? What is, uh, what is the action that has been taken that seems to be working? Absolutely. So uh, a young person may have a, a first-time occurrence or a low-level uh, non-violent occurrence with police. Uh, could be something like a shoplifting offense, something like that. Uh, instead of going into the criminal justice system, going into court, um, or potentially uh, going through that, that can be a very stressful process on the family. Uh, they're able to come and meet with one of our youth support workers, as well as a constable from the EPS's Diversion First Unit. Uh, they, along with the parent and guardian uh, and the young person, develop an agreement that takes place over a short period of time. We, we want to do our best to make sure this doesn't last more than two months. In that agreement, the youth uh, recognizes the impact that they've had. Uh, they utilize restorative justice principles and repairing the harm. So sometimes that might be an apology letter uh, or some other process in repairing that harm for the young person uh, and, and the community that might have been impacted. From there, they'll, they'll develop a bit more of what some of their needs are that we can help connect them with. Uh, and then on top of that, they're able to leave a little bit more empowered and a better understanding of their actions and how they impact of the community. Well, and I think it's obviously really important uh, for, for those who are trying to help to understand why the kids are in the position they're in in the first place. So sometimes even that understanding and that open ear can make some difference, can it not? Absolutely. 
absolutely. Every young person comes in, and I think that's one piece we learned in the pilot was how flexibility is key uh, to to working with each individual need that comes in from there. Uh, our phrase we often use is it's the right support at the right time, and that, that varies by young person. Uh, so the flexibility of the, the service delivery partners is key to ensure that we can meet each young person's individual needs. You know, <laughs> sort of, so sometimes, and I know this is ingrained in, in probably people of my age, and I'll admit that sometimes, but, oh, you know, these punk kids won't, won't don't want to be told what to do. They're just going to backlash. This isn't going to work. Uh, tell me why it does work. And it's not the, the quote unquote, the punk kids and why that, that, that isn't, doesn't have to be the case. Of course. No, I think that we're asking the question and we're empowering them to lead this conversation. And so uh, from the onset, <coughs> excuse me, from the onset, they're actually uh, telling us what happened. They're helping us describe what, what they view as the harm that was impact. Uh, they're letting us know some of their uh, the challenges they're facing in their lives. And we're able to connect with that, whether that be school, uh, employment, uh, meaningful daily activity, something like a network of social supports or mental, physical and emotional health. Uh, so I'm curious if this has been a pilot program that's been going on since 2018. It's said to have been a success and therefore warrants further funding, further continuation. What are the, how, do you, how do you define what success is? What are the, you know, so often, especially in business or in organizations, there are metrics to determine yeah, this, this is why this has worked and here's the numbers. Do you have anything like that or something concrete you can point to to say, yes, this has been working, this is why, and this is why we need to continue? Yeah. Well, since the beginning, um, the YMCA has actually supported just over 450 youth come through this program. So that's 450 youth that uh, would not be entering our justice system, would not be entering the court system, uh, would not be putting, uh, would not be um, going through with their families that that stress and anxiety and financial burden that that can sometimes take. Uh, and so, with that opportunity, we're able to um, both move youth into 26 youth so far this year have been placed in education and employment programs. Uh, we've so far this year we've actually had 27 or 227 volunteer service hours provided by young people and actually six young people have been placed in housing that have identified that as a, a need in their lives and so I think all of those pieces revert back um, to overall success of the program. And you know as I try to wrap my head around you know how this works I'm, I'm reminded of something and I know this is this is not the same program it's not the same thing but to me the idea is very similar I did some work with Dreams Take Flight and they'll, they'll take uh, kids who might be from an un, you know uh, un, underprivileged uh, uh, place and let them go on a trip to Disneyland, right? So it's just, it's it's not a long-term thing. It's just this this one moment. But one of the stories that I heard was, was, was a youngster who said, I had no idea there was this world outside of the little world that I live in, the little scary world sometimes that I live in. And just even being introduced to something else made a difference, and then they continued on on a different path. Is that a big part of this, of just showing that there's another way to do things and just giving them an opportunity to see it? Absolutely. I, I couldn't say it better myself. I think the, the big piece is, is that a lot of the, some opportunities we provide are uh, development workshops or skill development workshops. Mm -hmm. And through that, youth get to meet other young people. Uh, they get to uh, better understand kind of what is out there. Uh, we bring in uh, presenters. Uh, all three partners have individuals in their agencies that are experts in their field and are able to, to speak to different opportunities available to these young people. Uh, on top of that, we've also had some great opportunities to bring youth to hockey games, football games, um, meet 
meet with other uh, with with um, some of our local uh, sports sports uh, individuals from there as well. And then even on top of that, the ability to to compete in art or take part in art or music programs uh, and and then cultural pieces as well. Just opening those pieces up and providing them with, as I alluded to earlier, that meaningful daily activity to help uh, ensure they feel empowered. I love it. At least it's opportunity. And for so many of these kids, there's there has been no opportunity, right? So being able to provide some, it could it could make a huge difference in their lives. That's great. Yeah, absolutely. And I think even though pieces of uh, connecting them with different volunteer opportunities there at our city as well, that both can be used on a resume as well as on a post-secondary application. Um, it's kind of that key piece as well. And many young people will maybe complete a few volunteer hours with our program and then continue uh, on with that as well, too, because they enjoy whether it be tree, pan- tree planting, working with Edmonton Food Bank or whatnot. So, yeah. Uh, Michael, just about out of time, but just before we go, uh, we had the pilot program. Does this, does, does this now a permanent program? Does it go on in perpetuity? Does it get looked at each year uh where does it go down down the road well, I think we, we've been given a great runway right now with the support of Homer Trust Edmonton and the Government of Alberta's crime prevention uh, uh, sector to, to really um, run this program for this next year to really uh, come up with some great outcomes and then continue to pursue sustainable long-term funding uh, as we do see the need um, continuing to be there and we'd like to be the agencies along with many other wonderful youth and agencies in the city to to continue to address that. Absolutely. And then perhaps it expands before more come in, maybe more more come into it, maybe more kids get access to it. Uh, it's all some pretty good news. Uh, thank you for sharing it with us, uh, Michael. Really appreciate chatting with you this morning. Wonderful. Thank you for the opportunity. Take care.